welcome to a bonus edition of On The Ball, a Norwich City podcast from The Athletic. My name is Michael Bailey, The Athletic's Norwich City correspondent, and I hope this finds you safe and well. Uh, I hope you've caught my chat ahead of the Premier League restart with Adam Leventhal as well. If you haven't, give it a listen. It is on the On The Ball podcast feed. I did feel there was a few other bits we should wrap up um, ourselves before Norwich kick off against Southampton on Friday, some that I did promise that we would. Uh, so with that in mind, we're going to bring you about 20 minutes of chatter with Norwich City stats guru, NCFC numbers, aka Steve Sanders. Hi, Michael. And our favourite Scott, period, Hodgie the Hack, Stuart Hodge. Hello there. What an introduction that is when you look at the great line of Scots that Norwich City have had, and I'm the favourite one. But this I is suppose who's favourite? Just your favourite or everybody's? My favourite too. I have said oh. our favourite, so I've got to stick to that now, really. So, yeah. <laughs> how are we, guys? Well, yeah, doing very well, thank you. Looking forward to some some real some real life football, which is actually going to happen this week. It really is, apparently. So that's yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty um, pretty up for that now. Well, the one thing I will say is you might hear some like incredible banging behind me. We've the plumbing disaster in here, and I've gone over to my ankle and done my ligaments as well. So I will smile through the pain, and I'll put, just to, to sum up my misery, I put my Scotland shirt on. Beautiful. Well, you see, this is this is why we all need football back, isn't it, Stu? I hope your plumbing gets sorted without wishing to make that sound like a euphemism. Um, we are, of course, looking forward to Southampton. It is on Friday. It is six o'clock in the evening. It's on uh, Pick, which is a free view channel you probably aren't aware of, but you can watch it uh, for free. It's also going to be live on Sky, so everyone can basically watch Norwich's game. It's not even conflicting with another Premier League game. In fact, there's another one that kicks off at, kicks off at eight, I think, or quarter past eight, and all the Premier League games are basically going to be split up so that you can watch them individually uh, which is remarkable we did of course have the news that leaked out or if you like I broke um, with uh, Grant Hanley being out uh, certainly for the Southampton game and um, I believe most likely for the rest of the restart entirely so all nine games plus with a hamstring um, injury which is of course a, a a huge blow given Norwich basically haven't had four fit centre-halves all season. In general, gents, how are you looking at it as we go into Friday, Steve? Optimistic, at least I was until until the uh, the bad news that you broke this morning, so, so thanks for that. <laughs> um, it's a good game to come back to and, you know, I, I think they need, you know, we were talking about it um, last week, but I think they need to treat it like we're starting afresh, um, approach it like they approached the start of this season, almost treat it like a new season. Um, on that occasion, obviously, they started with uh, Liverpool away, Chelsea at home and City at home in the first five games. They were slightly hampered by the fixture list. They start with two home games, in inverted commas, but games against teams who are beatable. But the Saints game in particular, I think we were saying it before the break, it's, it's kind of must win. Um, they certainly can't afford to let the gap between themselves and 17th get any bigger. It's just a shame that they've, they're going to be missing, obviously, Hanley and one other unnamed player. But I'm hoping that we can see some of the Norwich that we saw at the start of the season. Um, and if so, no reason why we can't win. Well, listen, what, one of the big things for me is I went to Southampton away uh, and it was quite comfortably one of the, the worst performances of the season, I would, I would say. And I think most people would concur. So there's a lot of incentive there for Norwich City, not just in terms of the way the league's sitting at the moment, but there's a lot of incentive in terms of let's show them what we're really about by by going out there and, and delivering a performance. And I think this is a unique opportunity. And it could go one of two ways. Norwich City have a unique sort of way that they could just gain momentum and go on a run uh, like an outrageous run and, and just keep going, bouncing from game to game to game, hopefully, and, and hopefully keep that going. Obviously, some difficult ones in there. 
Um, or it could go the other way. It could, be, it could be a really miserable trudge to the end of the season. But if we can get a, a win with the first game, that's the immediate springboard. And, and then from there, the, the points are available. Let's go get them. The opening game does certainly set the narrative. I'm convinced by that. And, yeah, um, and totally. there will be teams above Norwich who will be, who will be sweating profusely if Norwich start putting a run together because I, I think get the impression Norwich feel like they're in a good place going into this run and that they could do something they've got nothing to lose and also they know they know where they are they so they're in a really probably mentally powerful position but um, a team yeah. bottom of the league as well like the morale's not that bad like no, most teams at the bottom of the league you see you, you can see by this point like they might have chucked I mean this is obviously unique circumstances but they might have chucked it by this stage of the season but even before sort of everything stopped Norwich City, you got the sense that they were still invested in giving it everything for 90 minutes every game. And as long as we keep that going, we've got a chance. And also Andre Duda, of course, who's extended his loan as well. So he's not going anywhere. Yeah. So that's good news. Good news. And just to say, it's, it's an interesting quirk of the fixture list that all six teams at the bottom of the table, 15th to 20th, are at home on the first day, i.e. this weekend. Obviously, there are still nine games to play, but this weekend feels like it could be a pivotal one for a lot of clubs down there, given what you said about the narrative as well, Michael. So by Monday, we could have a really a much better idea of where Norwich are going to be there's no home advantage anymore either so they <laughs> I guess we we'll that's a very that good off. point <laughs> that's what we've learned from the Bundesliga but is yeah, that the yeah. case you know we don't know <laughs> do we and what we do know is that uh, Kevin Friend is refereeing the Southampton game and Simon Hooper is the VAR uh, which <sighs> went down spectacularly well on, on Twitter when, uh, when I posted that now I think that tees up the game nicely there is loads of stuff of course to read on the Athletic ahead of Norwich's restart as well as everyone else's and through the rest of the remaining 2019-20 fixtures and of course the next season will probably be on the back of that really quickly as well but uh, you can get 40% off a subscription to The Athletic right now theathletic.com forward slash all 20 teams now you know it's nice to sort of tee up Southampton again but I feel like we've done that for about three or four weeks the real reason we're here is to wrap up the quiz because we, we left <laughs> we left a week ago with Steve's quiz questions. We ran out of time, thanks to Zoom, to give the answers. Uh, all we did was double the amount of questions we still had to answer, which I love. <laughs> I love quizzes. If, if we haven't all fallen in love with quizzes over lockdown, um, it's been a true failure. So over to you, Steve. Yeah, I mean, like you say, it's been, it's been quite a good filler, hasn't it, for, for the, the non-football times. But uh, now that we've got football back, this seems like a good time to round it all off. I'm going to just try and answer these, by the way. Yeah, okay. them out. So this yeah, is quite a personal, personal pursuit. Yeah, we, we should state, for, for the interest of fairness, that Michael will not plan the answers, but guess the answer. Stu has no knowledge. Of <laughs> and we'll probably so not, no, not, not, gen- not generally, I just mean of the questions. But this this <laughs> is going to just like underline how stupid and lacking in knowledge completely I really am. That's what's okay. about to happen. So Never. let's go. Let's right. have it. So I reckon we've got two weeks worth of questions. So the first one is Norwich City of had eight captains in the Daniel Farker era. Can you name them? I wonder if this one is worth a bit of a bit of alternating. I Stu, if you have the first guess, and then over to Michael, and we'll see who gives Love it. the first wrong answer. Okay. So, no <laughs> right. pressure. Any captain Z- from the okay. Farker era. Zimmerman is one. Lovely. Grant Hanley. Yes. Teddy. Correct. Ben Godfrey. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's difficult. That was my other go-to. Yeah. Have we given the armband to Pookie at one point, given his experience? I'm afraid not. Nope. <laughs> right, I went. So Michael can have that one. So over to you, Michael. Russell Martin. Yes. Russ still got that. I got that yeah. one. Bang early in the day. Must have been yeah. early. Eh? Any other guesses? I was going to say Wes. Was he captain on his? Final he game. was very good. Yep, and he got you got a cup game as well. But yeah, the the Leeds game, um, and then two more. I've written TK, which must be 
Tim Closer. <laughs> yes, Tim Closer is correct as well. And I think so, now I'm struggling. What, what about the other PK? Has Krill had the armband at any point? Krill has never had the armband. The other, the other fella has left the club, but he did, oh. he did get the armband for quite a lot in oh. the first season. Oh. Um, I, oh. I had Kenny and I wasn't convinced. Um, no. Nope. Oh. I don't know if John Reddick. John Reddick. No, he'd already gone. No. Okay, go and uh, tell us, Steve. It was Evo Pinto. Oh, crumbs. Yeah, you almost forget, forget that he was a captain, but yeah, he was. Congrats uh, on so his second there. baby, by the way. Oh, that's nice. Here he listens. Did not know that. <laughs> Lovely <laughs> guy, by the way. Yeah, over in Croatia still? Is that is that right? No, no, he's in oh, back in Portugal now. Oh, I can't remember the club. He's got international hopes. Remember reading that. Anyway, next question. <laughs> right. Uh, so we the next one was that Norwich City have had two goal scorers in the Farka era who have scored exactly four goals in the last five minutes of the game or later. Pukki exactly. scored five, uh, and there are two players that have got four. I'll probably ask you, Michael, whether you were able to work over these out. I've got two written here without obviously any checking. I know one of them's right. I'm confident one of them's right, which will be an Go, with, go with the one you're not sure about then. I'll try and get <laughs> oh. it. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Go on, go on. You guessed, you. You guessed. Uh, did Madison do it at any point? Did not, no. Right, okay. Well, I, think, um, I think Arnel Hernandez is the shoe-in. You are right, yes. So Arnel Hernandez, Birmingham away. Obviously got two famously at home against Forest in the 3-3 and Manchester United at home got a mm. consolation and celebrated um, buoyantly <laughs> for a nothing goal for him and um, So what's your, what's your punt then, Michael? Jordan Rhodes. Nope. <sighs> Another player who was with us in Farkas' first season. Um, Not really any time Nelson. after that. Nelson. Um, uh, did a good, Nelson did a good line in uh, late equalisers, Fulham. Fulham, yep. First Hull, game. Hull, Hull at home. Wolves. Uh, Wolves away, correct. And 48 um, yards. Yes, <laughs> under John Ruddy. He's still and, going uh, down Bro- for that one, John. Bless him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you say that, not me. And then uh, the uh, consolation at home to Brentford. Yeah. Well. So for Nelson. Uh, he didn't get many, but uh, what he, the ones he did get were, were late in the day. And then the final question about the far career was that he started three players 10 times or more in all three of his seasons. Can you give me those three names? Do you want to have a punt at one of them first off? Uh, Zimmerman. Correct. Zimmerman's yeah. doing you well in this quiz. So <laughs> yeah. In doubt. <laughs> Alex Tetty. Alex Tetty, yeah. So I've now got one, two, three, four, five other names for the third okay. one. Well, it's a 20% chance. What do you reckon, Stu? Godfrey? No, didn't feature nope. a great deal in season nope. I really I couldn't pick between them I'm gonna say Tom Tribal it's not Tribal no not he's not started enough this season no Moritz no nope. ah Anel no nope. Marco <laughs> no ah so the last one I've got written down here is Mario no <laughs> really yeah none of them oh. um Jamal oh. Lewis is the answer Ah, fair play um, well done Jamal yes well done Jamal uh, interestingly for me the only player who started 20 times or more in all three seasons is Teddy um, which is incredible to me every manager loves him. Who I think yeah yeah every manager especially Farquhar by the, by the sounds of it okay <laughs> so uh, we now move over to the Pookie part of the quiz so Pookie um, team who scored 41 goals for us only Jeez. one of them has been a header who was that against I was chuffed I got this. Yeah, you look confident. I think I got this. I was chuffed I got it. Right, you go. 
Stoke away. Stoke away. Is oh, yes. I remember I asking him about it after the game and obviously everyone was really miserable. <laughs> I was like, it's got to go with your head, Timu. <laughs> this is one for um, one, one each club, apparently. Is that right? So yeah, he's he, he only ever scored one header at each of his clubs. I think that was right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I won't bore anyone uh, right now, but it is fascinating the way he scored his goals and, and the fact that so few of them have been from headers and set pieces, which is what I'm going to come on to now. So question two, only three goals he scored from set piece scenarios. So that might be corners, free kicks, whether directly or indirectly, or penalties. Two penalties uh, against Bournemouth and, um, was it Spurs? Uh, yes, anyway. it was. Yes, so two penalties and then one other set-piece goal that he scored in his time at Norwich. Could you get it? Do you want to have a guess, Chief? Newcastle game. Very good. Look oh, at that. Excellent work. Shout. So it was the volley from the corner there you go whatever but else yeah, happens now Hodgie you've uh, you've nailed this that was good I mean that was like that was the second phase from the corner though wasn't it yeah oh, it was. come I'm, on I'm, I'm counting that as a corner I mean yeah, if yeah. I remember rightly headed out and then volleyed it yeah, that was the one I was thinking just about. what I'll say is regardless of me nailing of regardless of me nailing the question or not in Michael's eyes I didn't nail it as well as he nailed that shot man <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing he hasn't scored from any set pieces other than penalties I've been to for, yeah. for a striker to be as prolific as him and, and not not really use his head or set pieces at all, but basically. Um, so, Last one or in two uh, parts? Yeah, in two parts. So first part, uh, he scored. Uh, team who scored against four teams home and away in 2018-19. Um, Michael, I think you've done your research on this one, so I'm going to well, this one over to you. I've, I looked at the championship table um, yes, just to remind yes. myself who they played, which is allowed. I, I think if anyone else done that, that is nothing more. Which means I've probably got the odd one wrong. <laughs> Go on then. The hand us to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, um, away, mate, so. Millwall. Yes. Bolton. Bolton. Yeah. Oh, and then, then I do get a bit scratchy. Uh, Preston. Preston, yeah, the consolation and the um, the low finish at Curry Road. And I'm guessing this one because he scored with his heart at Loftus Road, which I love. Uh, QPR. He did score with his heart, <sighs> yeah. And, I, and he got, I think, two at home. By the way, there were some games where I just went, no, I can't, can't remember anything of that. <laughs> it was only last year. There we go. Four out of four, well done. Um, and then the second part of that question was four teams who he didn't score against for the whole of 18-19 um, in yeah. either match. Um, oh, it's my little boy. Um, hold on a minute, Hutch. <laughs> um, Hutch, you can have a guess too. It's, uh... I might have a guess. I'm going to guess uh, Nottingham Forest. Correct. Brentford. Correct. Hull. Yes. And then I've got two others. Now, okay, so this is for eight out of eight on this. Literally, one of them I can't... Big moment, big moment. I can't remember. Blackburn? No, he scored at Ewood Park. <sighs> you see, I couldn't remember. Literally, could not remember. What was yeah. the score at Ewood Park? Uh, late winner, 1-0. Oh, yeah, that was a terrible game. Around Christmas time. In their lime yeah. kit. No wonder I'd forgotten. That's right. Bristol City? Is the right answer, <sighs> yes. So we, we, got, we scored five against Bristol City, actually, and um, Pookie didn't, didn't get any of them. Shocking. So, um, yeah. Well, I hope that was as much fun for everyone else as for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for putting them all together, Steve. You're an absolute no, star. Right. I think we will dip into that as and when. But we've got so. better things to do now, haven't we? So yeah, we've, got, we've got more things to talk about. Let's, you let's say thank you, Michael. But what you don't realise is this is this is Steve's craft. This is what he loves to <laughs> oh, yeah. do, as well as numbers. He loves, loves doing a quiz. 
Uh, I love trying to answer them. So to be honest, this, this could get quite insular, but we'll try not to make it. Um, and, and obviously, if any of you guys out there have any questions, anything you want to pose us, anything you want us to discuss, throw it in because the plan is we're now going to do a podcast after every game of the restart. And we're going to do it within hopefully 24 hours or at least the night after the game. If we can, we will do our very best. Get in touch with us. You know how to get hold of me on Twitter. Send your question, send a comment, send whatever you want to. And we'll, um, we'll bring it into the podcast. Time is done. And that is it for both the lockdown football suspension and all we've got now is a restart of football which is exciting I think we're allowed to say that now thoroughly exciting uh, I hope you've enjoyed all that we've done over the break uh, including so many interviews with Norwich City figures past and present if you did please tell your friends family and fellow Norwich City supporters as I said get in touch with us if you want to ask us anything at Twitter my handle is at Michael J Bailey and in the meantime a huge thank you to you Steve thank you thanks Michael and just to say uh, very well done on behalf of all athletic readers on keeping us entertained during the lockdown I think everyone would agree you've done a sterling job so Agreed. Uh, well done you're very kind I like you Stu thank you so much thank you for having me on the uh, Hodgespot will be back as well of course which is very exciting uh, and of course thanks to you guys and girls out there for listening and getting involved we really appreciate it as I said we'll be coming back with quick five podcasts over the restart let's hope it's an exciting one keep your questions coming of course we will be ready to bring you another edition of On The Ball in Norwich City podcast from The Athletic until then good night